Our content is intended to be used and must be used for informational purposes only. It is very important to do your own research analysis before making any investment based on your personal circumstances. You should take independent financial advice from a professional in connection with or independently research and verify any information that you find on our website or podcast and wish to rely upon, whether for the purpose of making an investment decision or otherwise. Let me ask you something, man. Don't stop. I'm not finished yet. Do you ever ask yourself? Don't stop. I'm not when finished When are they ever going to stop? Do you ever ask yourself? When those bad boys are going to stop making all that money? What's up, my future one percenters? This is Marathon Money, brought to you by MarathonMoneyPlus.com. I'm Cam Jones, the prince of the stock market, a.k.a. your favorite billionaire, favorite thousandaire, but I'm a millionaire somewhere. And we with the crypto king, the man, Kenny Coins. What up, man? What's up, what's up, what's up, man? Yo, we gotta, we gotta first drop that, uh, Zoom meeting we're having on Marathon Money Plus. Yeah. Um, for y'all who didn't listen to the podcast last week, just want to iterate some stuff. We're going to get on this meeting, join Marathon Money Plus. If you want to get to, get to have a conversation with us, have a group conversation, talk about stocks, talk about what you're in your portfolio, what you're doing right, what you're doing wrong, you know, what we can approve on, what, what y'all would like to hear about, what y'all would like to for us to elaborate on that we don't really elaborate on right, on the right. podcast. So, man, join that Zoom meeting. That's September 8th, 8 o'clock um, Eastern time. Yeah, so, yeah. hey, sign up for Marathon Money Plus. Get a part of that. That's going to be a journey. We're going to try to do that once a month. Gia. So, man, um, stock markets still don't look bad, but there's some other financial issues in the economy, you know. Uh, do you think inflation is taken care of right now? No. The last inflation Dude, report, it was like nothing, nothing really happened. You know, we never really chatted about that. To, t- to tell you the truth, man, nobody's really going to know until like really next year. Mm-hmm. This is still expensive. Yeah. You know what I mean? Things are still housing, food, gas. You know, basic needs is still expensive. Extremely expensive. Right. Um, you know, for example, home sales fell nearly six percent, but it's still expensive. <laughs> so to tell you the truth, even though like things are going down. It could go down for the worse. Mm-hmm. You know, things could be going down. People not buying stuff, but it thinks it still be expensive, which will put us like in in a recession, in a housing recession. Mm-hmm. Now they've been talking about, like, oh, we we gonna recession, 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 recession. But to tell you the truth, like things were so expensive, now they're coming down. That's how you get a recession. Right and when they come yeah. down too fast. Yeah, that's when you get a recession. And I feel like that description is not told. You know, people just talk about, oh, we're going into a recession. We're going into a recession. And you ask them why, or it just feel like it. Right, yeah, yeah. 
You feel like we going? You mean your pocket's going into recession? Everybody else is good. <laughs> you know what I mean? But home sales fell nearly six percent in July. Um, is there going to be a housing pricing correction? Oh, I think definitely. You know what I mean? Uh, do I think housing is going to go down 20, 30%? Highly doubt it. Maybe 10, maybe 15. But and do I think prices are going to go back to where they were before COVID? Highly doubt it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think a lot of these prices are going to be here to stay. Um, I think like the housing prices... I think they're a little bit too high right now, but like you said, to go back to that pre-pandemic level, I think not because I think that the prices have corrected up, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Yes. That makes sense to me. I think, I think what I, this is what I think. I think personally, we're looking at our paychecks and we're looking at the living costs. We're looking at rent costs. We're looking at food costs. And we're not coming to the realization that um, that maybe wages hasn't gone up and everything has. I think when things go up, like food, housing, clothes, that's because we're willing to pay more for it. Yeah, right, right. That don't mean we got more money. We're just willing to pay more for it. And then when you start that process of paying more for stuff that's not really that valued high, it forces other things to go up. Yep. Yep. Because they gotta you know what I'm they, saying? they gotta stay in sync. Why would you pay? Why would, you know, a two pack of Reese cups go up to two dollars, but the the dollar bag of Doritos still a dollar like that doesn't make yeah. any sense so now exactly. everything's got to go now everything has has to correct up everything got to correct up now if we were paying stuff according to our paychecks paying stuff according to our salaries paying stuff according to our budget things will not go up right because you wouldn't buy trust it. and believe right things will not go up because if you think about it in this perspective if you make 100K a year, no, let, no, you know what? I'm not even going to say that. If you make 50K a year, because that's realistic, 40, 50K a year. Right, if you make 40, 50K a year, and you buy a car that is 80K, you actually bought more than what you make in a year. Right. But if you buy a car for 20K, a used car for 20k 15k or you find a brand new car for 15 20k or even 25 or 30k it's going to be hard for that car industry to say we can mark up the prices they can't they can't mark up the prices right. cuz majority of people are buying in their price range right so it's going to be hard to mark up those prices right but if you start getting majority of the people to buy $10,000 over their budget, $15,000 yep. over their budget, $30,000 over the budget, this is where you get a problem. So look at the housing market the same way. 
you buy a house that's really only worth 200k you come in because you want the house so bad you now you buy it for 300,000 now the next door neighbor that's realistic within the past year and a half you know yeah that's that's real yeah next door neighbor comes in hey man this guy sold his house for 300,000 now his house could be even worse than the guy's house his house could be 180 190 He's going to go and say, man, I'm going to sell my house for 300000 And then somebody comes and buy it. Then after that, you have an entire section of houses that around that area, about 50 houses, that are doing the same thing. Now, this whole neighborhood, not worth 340000 who doesn't really deserve to be worth 340000 is now overvalued. And you know what's, what's crazy about that is all it takes is one person to screw up. All it takes is for one person to foreclose on that block. Yes. Bang. That's it. And that's Over. the stuff you guys don't understand. Once a person foreclose, it's it's a it's it's a domino effect. Yep. Oh man, he foreclosed. Why? Once you have that negative thought, he foreclosed. Why? Oh, he can't afford it. Then he was like, Man, maybe I should get out. Before I have to foreclose, because this thing is, is kind of expensive, yep. you can't really afford it. <laughs> so what happens is, instead of that guy foreclosing, this guy undersells his house. Now Boom. his house, he bought it for three hundred k. Now he undersells it for two hundred thousand just to get out under it. He rather just take the seventy five thousand dollar debt or seventy five thousand dollar loss. That's what ends up happening. I think that a more realistic scenario, not really selling it for two hundred, but maybe you sell it for two eighty. You bought it for three hundred. Yeah. You sell it for two, and then the rest, the stuff. That's when your your price action starts to trend down, and you've already yes. bought this house at the highest price. Yes, and then the next the next person does it. Next person does it. Next person does it, and then eventually you start getting oh the housing market slipped six percent. Housing market slipped another seven percent this month, yep. and then that's how you get it. Then by the end of the year, you're down 30% on the whole total market. <laughs> That's how it works. That's literally the formula how everything works. If we were collectively stop paying for stuff that's not really that high valued, you'll find out real quick how prices even out. To me, I don't really believe in inflation. Uh-oh. I, I do. I don't think inflation really exists. I think we made it up to make things go up to to increase prices. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that the consumer doesn't understand the consumer as a whole doesn't understand that they actually control the market. If if me and you right and we not, not me and you just say we got a a group of people right. Um man, I don't want to use this example, but it's the only thing that's coming to my mind right now. But let's just say black people, right? Somebody did, some company did black people wrong or some a black person wrong. And they're like, well, most, we, we getting black people together. We say, yo, we're going to boycott this business. Let's say we're going to boycott Target, right? Well, then, or not, not Target, I'm sorry, a specific uh, um, item garbage cans that's the only thing i can think of right now i'm sorry but if the average price of garbage cans are ten dollars a can that's because 
most people are paying ten dollars. That's the average price. That, that's what people are willing to pay. But now, if you get a super group of people that's not gonna buy it, they gotta come down in price because a lot of you gotta change are, the narrative. Gotta change, right? Exactly. So the consumer doesn't understand if they don't buy it, it won't be that high. You know what I'm saying? In general, if, yeah, if you don't want to pay fifty dollars, if you think fifty, if you think two hundred twenty dollars for a pair of Jordans is too high, don't buy it. And if enough people don't stop buying it, the price They'll will price come down. Correct themselves. Exactly. The price correct themselves. But if you keep buying it, why would I bring the price down? <laughs> Exactly. They'll price correct themselves. My one example was a bad example. I should have went with the Jordan example first. The, no, the, <laughs> no, all of it. No, all of it is. It's it's true though, because if there's a riot or anything like that or a boycott against a restaurant, a store, whatever the clothing brand, they automatically price correct themselves. Right, and I think if you bring it back to the stock market I, you see it a lot faster in the stock market if somebody thinks a stock isn't performing to their liking they sell it and the stock they the stock overall you know the stock drops if somebody reports bad numbers and they like yo this company ain't worth what they what they said is worth so i'm selling it i ain't buying it you see it happen in the stock market a lot more aggressive than you see with it products. In, uh, yeah, in products. You know what I mean? It, no, oh, you know a good example? GoPro. GoPro, yes. GoPro is a phenomenal example of that. Once people realize that value is not really what it is, what ended up happening? Bang. The down. stock, the product and the stock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good example on both ways when you're talking about the product being cost it too much if people you got it if you want to sell it you have to bring the price down you yeah. have to and that's what happens to home prices that's what happens to everything yep something's only worth whatever you'll buy it for if if nobody's gonna if nobody's buying a tesla at at 60k man i remember when i first bought mine i came on here and i said the car companies outside of tesla cannot survive unless one of two things happen car companies have to have to slash the prices of a new car because tesla's cars were starting very close to normal car prices but they were they were significantly better so the the car companies have to slice slice the prices or tesla has to raise the prices if you look at tesla now tesla's raised the prices something like 30 35 percent so now there's a a gap between tesla's starting point and a normal car starting starting point now why did that happen because people were willing to pay x amount of dollars for a tesla now if they would have kept it to to where it was you would have saw um uh car prices drop significantly like no outside of tesla so like your fords your chevys you would have saw that drop significantly because there's no way that they would have been able to keep up with tesla at the price point that tesla had it at 
So one of those two things actually did happen. Tesla raised the prices. Now stuff is kind of back to normal as far as normal cars versus, you know, Tesla. Tesla's starting at about 50,000. Normal cars still starting at about 2830. Before Tesla was starting at 40, normal car was still starting at 2830. That was too close. That was too close. Yeah. And then that's a this is a good example about meme stocks. Mm-hmm. That gives you a good example because he, here's the thing: it's like that's why I say if you can find a way to get a get a hold on how many new people are buying a stock, you can actually predict the volume of that price going up at a certain rate. Mm-hmm. Now it's hard to find that, but you can actually predict it. Especially you know with I mean? like float shares and stuff like that, shares outstanding, you can. If you if you got a ton of new investors coming in to a stock that is, well, I mean, we don't even have to say low float or whatever. Just if you have a ton of new investors coming into any stock, it's gonna pop. It's gonna pop. Definitely, if they're willing to buy a higher spread. Exactly. It because the higher the spread and you can get a few people to buy it, the stock will go up. You gotta understand the bid and ask price. Yep. If the medium price is twenty five dollars, but you're buying it for twenty seven on the spread, the stock will boom. The stock is worth twenty seven at that point. Yeah, the stock is worth what you what you're willing to pay for it. Just like anything else, just like any product, the product is worth what you're willing to pay for it. Now there's the cost of how what it costs for the product to be out there, mm-hmm. which is let's say the cost is ten dollars, but we put it on the market for for seventeen. Some and then the demand goes up and it goes up to nineteen, but somebody comes along and buys it for twenty one. Right? Yep. And that's how you get your short squeezer. <laughs> and they buy it for twenty two, then they buy it for twenty three, and then they buy it for twenty four, then it's at thirty five bucks, but the value of the product is still fifteen. Exactly. Look at AMC. What it? AMC stock price. I think it came down though. Eighteen dollars, still nine point three billion. People. It just it. But look, go look, go look at their revenues. It doesn't even make it, sense. Exactly. Yeah, but <laughs> but people are willing to buy this for twenty plus dollars. That's why it's. You know, the price that it is. Until people stop being willing to buy it at that price, it's gonna stay it's gonna stay here. This Just is look at their revenue. It doesn't even make sense. The revenue is like their net income is negative one hundred and twenty one million <laughs> for the quarter, quarterly. Their net income. Yo, the quarter is a hundred negative $121 million. Almost. So if you, if you look for the year, if we just, that's a quarter and you, you know, you do a year, they, they like almost $500 million in the hole. Yeah. And it's 9.3 billion. I, you know, I'm surprised as far as AMC GameStop and them, I'm surprised that it stayed up this much for this long. Cause you got people hoping. Yeah, it is. It's all hope. It, it, it's same thing with GameStop, and that's the reason why you can kind of predict it's gonna come back down. 
GameStop net net income is negative 157 million. Revenue is 1.38 billion. Net profit margin is down 119%. Makes no sense. Let me see what game is going to come down. GameStop's um market cap 11 billion. Let me show you one that actually did what me and Kenny's kind of talking about right now. Look at Bed Bath and Beyond. Another meme stock, BBBY. Over the past three trading days, days, it's went down. It was it was at about thirty dollars. It 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 was thirty dollars on Wednesday. It's eleven dollars and three cents right now. That's about what. 70 80 percent drop in three days why because somebody felt like it wasn't worth that much and they sold all their shares here i'm not asking you guys to be in crazy fundamental just to add on what cam is really trying to say nobody's asking you to be dumb fundamental you gotta mm-hmm. be crazy fundamentalist i'm just asking you you don't even need to be a fundamental you don't even need to be a technical Revenue is $1.46 billion of Bed Bath Beyond. Net income is $357 million. The stock is going to calm down. Trust and believe. Right. Because even it's going here, to come down. Even here at $11.03, you said revenue was, was what? $1.46 billion. $1.4 billion. Okay. Net income, right. negative $357 million. Not even a positive. That's in this is the quarterly financial. This is May 2022. So that means that that means that they're not even making a profit. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, but hold up though. And even at eleven dollars and three cents, they're eight hundred eighty-one million. Just call it they're a billion dollar company. So when they were thirty dollars a share, they were about thirty billion dollar market cap company. Do people understand that? Yeah. That's how you can tell when a stock's going up. And then how you can tell when a, a stock is undervalued, it's very simple. Net uh revenue, ten billion. Net income, two billion. Market cap then it keep- might might be real cheap. You know, it might market be, cap is real cheap. It might That's be a billion, talk, less than a billion. You like, okay, these cats making some money, might be undervalued. They got some stuff in the pipeline. They they got some right. futuristic ideas. Now you check the metrics. Who is the incoming new investors? If people find if people actually buying their product on a daily basis. Right. Once you get those few, you don't need too much. I'm, we're giving you MM Plus a game. You don't need too much <laughs> to figure out if a stock is going to go up. Now, you got to figure out how long can it stay up, where it's going to go up to. If it's gonna, if it's at $10 now, could it go up to 18 And then when it gets to 18 is it still profitable? Right. And that's where, that's where it comes in. I always tell people, like, man, I can get you to play. I can get you wh- where to get in, but I can't tell you when to sell. And it's like, yo, if you in something 
and okay yo i got this at ten dollars it was undervalued boom 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 and it go up to 20 25 you know when you don't sell and then it go back down to 15 you know that's just what it is you had your chance you got to be you got to stay aggressive but uh, like i said i can get you into play but i can't i can't get you out of it you know what i'm saying same it's the same thing when we talk about the dow the nasdaq and s&p we told you the dow's probably going to be fighting for his life at 33,600 <laughs> cuz we don't know it could you know what get to 33,600 boom tank right now they fight for his life right now right is at 33,700 the dow the s&p the nasdaq i told you we told you once you get to that medium point that 200 day point yep it's a it's a roll of the dice it's really a roll of the dice, but we roll the dice and it's, it's like, all right, yo, is it going to go up? It's going to go down. Can it, can it stay up there? Cause if it goes down, bro, I know we're, we're going right back down to 29,000. Same thing with the S and P same thing with the NASDAQ. No difference. We're at that medium point and you can see it's struggling to get over. Yep. That 200 day is always a, a good, it's always going to be a struggle. Yeah. 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 It's always going to be a struggle. Rather, it's so trying to my, get above it or it's trying to get below it. You know, it's going to struggle yep. right there. It's always a decision I made. It's same thing with these stocks. It's when you get to that point where you see an undervalued stock and you see that the price is undervalued, you see that the market cap is under low and you see the revenue is high, you see the net income's high. Okay, now it's $10.00. You think it's gonna go to eighteen? It gets to eighteen. Now you're at that point. Is this thing can still go up? Is new buyers still coming in? Is their product still viable? Is the demand higher than what they're giving it for? Do they have anything new coming out? How they gonna How they gonna expand? What's the future plans on on expanding revenue? They got any services coming out? You know stuff like that. Or what not even do they got services coming out? What can it, what could it do? Even though maybe they're not thinking about it. What could they do? Like if you think about um, my boys take two, I always said, I always thought that like, man, they need to have something on there where like, you know, I can bet against somebody else in an NBA 2K game, you know, like, yo, I could bet you $5 that I can beat you or something like that, you know, video game betting or whatever you want to call it you know they they're not doing it but it's possible they have all of the tools and resources and technology to do it now if they open that up that stock would probably double oh uh, and it's it's other stocks out there like that not really ex exactly like that with with like opening up gambling and stuff like that but other other stocks where you like okay if all all you got to do is just break into this market break into that market and you going you opening up a whole new world of revenue kind of like um when the phones when mobile phones got hot in the early 2010s and stuff like that people weren't expecting some of these companies to make as much money off of mobile that they did so when they found out that they did the price corrected itself up to adjust for that because it's like okay they're yep. making money off of this that's a new source of revenue 100 percent. 
I'm with that. Everything you said, hundred percent. It 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 goes back to the home pricing. It goes back to everything. It's all a demand, a supply and demand, and yep. same thing. Figuring out, okay, is the stock gonna go up? Is the stock gonna go down? If it costs way too much, it's not really as valuable. If the product becomes to the point where like it's it's five hundred dollars to get this product, but the value it brings is a hundred dollars, it's coming down. Yeah, exactly. It's coming down. It's coming down, a hundred percent. Real quick, for the housing market, man. You think that this stuff affects our boy Zillow? Because um, excuse me, hundred percent. Zillow made gonna... a big gamble and they're paying for it. Okay, they made a gamble on like the housing, but I'm thinking, uh, you know, they they got rid of the houses and stuff like that, but. What I'm saying is, you know, Zillow depends on people window shopping for houses. They don't really depend on them buying it. They just, you just need to be on your the platform shopping, window shopping for houses. And then, you know, they got, they got you at that point with different advertisements and stuff like Man, that. Man, I think personally, I think Zillow is on that wrong end of, everything that has to do with the housing market. I don't know who's running it right now, but Zillow disagrees with the housing price correction. Seattle-based home listing site thinks that the pandemic housing boom has some gas left in the tank. Between July 2022 and June 2023, Zillow predicted using housing price would rise another 7-8%. They have been wrong <laughs> so far. July alone, the housing market went down 6.2%. Right, right. So they're wrong. Or off the bat, they're wrong. They've been wrong about buying all those houses. They've been wrong about what they're saying now. They've been wrong. Right. Come on, Zillow. Don't do me like this. <laughs> I don't know who they're taking advice from, but they need to find him. <laughs> not only that the home buyers uh association of america said came out two days ago home buyers are gone builders are giving final warnings home buyers are gone yeah, it, it was so many that kind of flooded the home buyer market um during a pandemic that you know people smart I, I feel like not really smart people but i feel like some people could see that like yo if i sell my house at an inflated price i just gotta buy another one at an inflated price you know what i'm saying yeah <laughs> so i think that the people that the housing market benefit if there was a benefit over the pandemic for housing was people in apartments because you know apartment um prices have went apartment rent has went up a lot and i think that some people you could get a house for on a 30-year mortgage for about the same price that you paying for rent so you know those were the new buyers that came in but now those new those new buyers are gone they all Bro, they bought me... their stuff already 
let me let me let me just give you more proof that Zillow and what you're saying is I know you want Zillow to be right. <laughs> I do too. But on August 16, 2022, Real Estate Association of America came out. Home buyers are backing out of more deals as a high mortgage rates persist and recession fears lingers. Nationwide, about 63,000 deals on existing home fell through in July. About 16% of homes that went under construction that month, according to Redfin, were canceled. And that will end in about 12.5% in July 2021. So that's 4% more higher. U.S. housing has started to fall 9.6% in July, missing expectation. Rising costs and falling um, U.S. economy are fast and becoming a toxic cocktail for the housing market. As a result, as a result of growing numbers of buyers are backing out of deals that made them that made with home builders and sellers of existing homes. Texas is seeing that problem. Florida is seeing that problem. Would- Texas has seen a 20 to 25% of people backing out of deals. Many Americans who migrated to the Southwest region and North, Northern California and Northwest, 23 and 19%. Those are high numbers of yeah. people backing out of deals. Yeah. Just, just to give you an example, year over year change in cancellation rate for buyers of new built homes, Texas 27% in July of 2022. Southwest, 25%. North, Northern California, 23%. Northwest of California, 19%. Nation average is 18%. Midwest is 16 Northwest is 14 Florida is 13 Southwest, East Florida is 13 Southern California is 12%. Everything's over 10%. Last year, July 2021, everything was under 5% of cancellation. Everything has more than tripled on cancellation, and this was the first month of it. So it's that tells me it's going to get worse. Uh, hopefully, my boys can stay afloat. My boys, because I don't Zillow's not dependent on housing sales; they're just dependent on people window shopping on their platform. Yes, but the thing about it. People, when things are too expensive, what ends up happening? People stop window shopping. Yeah, they ain't looking. They just, in their, in their back of their mind, it's expensive. Yeah. And interest rate, and I said this a month ago. I said this a month ago when interest rate went up. Interest rate is at 6.9%. Last year, it was at 3.1%. That's- so anybody who has a credit score under 680 it's going to pay a minimum eight nine percent. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We talk about when we talk about those interest rates. That's for like the best credit score. Yes, <laughs> they do. They, 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 you think you think the Fed's gonna be out here? And be like, hey, you know, uh, it's gonna be ten percent for somebody who has a credit score of six ten. No, yeah, they, they're they not gonna say gonna that. Put it up. They're not gonna say they're gonna make the things worse. <laughs> It was gonna make things worse. I didn't say that. We'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, when they talk about those interest rates, 
you better have a perfect credit score to get six percent. If you don't, yeah, you gotta have a seven minimum seven thirty, seven forty. If if you don't, you're gonna be paying eight nine, close to ten percent on your interest rate. That that average credit score for the United States is six hundred ninety. Yeah, y'all paying y'all y'all gonna be paying about seven eight percent to get to get to get a six percent six point nine percent. You have to have a credit score of seven twenty five. That's basically seven percent. Yeah, just to get six point nine percent right now. So if you're under a seven hundred, you're seeing eight nine ten. Maybe eleven percent. No wonder sixty three thousand deals fell through. <laughs> they got the estimated payment per month. They like, whoa, hold up, I ain't on this. But yo, Kenny Coins dropped that, dropped that game, dropped them jewels for y'all, man. We over here about thirty seven minutes in. We, we done went over. Um, make sure you follow me anywhere at Camboni11, C-A-M-B-O-N-I-1-1 on um, Instagram, Snapchat, StockTwits, Twitter. Um, make sure you download the TraderChamp app. Don't forget about our Zoom call. We're doing it on September Thursday, September 8th, 8 o'clock Eastern, man. Where can they find you, Kenny? Man, KennyCon23 on Instagram. Kenny, oh no, Kendrick Collins in the middle on Twitter. Yo, remember September 8th, 8 o'clock, Zoom. Get on Marathon Money Plus. You want to be a part of that? We're going to have a good turnout. A lot of things going to be spoken about. A lot of stocks going to be dropped. Um, we're talking about other people's portfolios, other people's mindset. Um, hey, there's going to be a great wealth of knowledge in there. Come on. Yeah. All right, man. Next week. Peace. Peace.